Okay, so today is one of only two days left in the whole calendar year of the church that the church has made it obligatory for fast and abstinence. Now, tradition is there are many other times that we fast or abstain from meat during the year, like vigils before a Marian feast or the, the night before a Marian feast and others. But today, Ash Wednesday and Good Friday are the two days that we as Catholics are required to fast and to abstain from meat. Now for the fast, it's anybody from 18 years old to 59. I always laugh because when, when my father turned 60, he's like, oh boy, I don't have to fast anymore. Well, we don't necessarily have to look at it that way. Medically, if you are able, now there are some, as I've said before, with diabetes or other medical conditions, the church excuses those. But for those of us who are able to fast today, it is an obligation. Now, abstaining from meat is also today an obligation, and that is uh, for people 14 and older. To that, there is no age limit. So even those in their 90s, God bless them, to not eat meat today, just 14 and older. Now, yesterday we had Shrove Tuesday. Why did we have Shrove Tuesday? Where it's tradition, we serve pancakes. Uh, the local parish here, St. Uh, Mary's and Lee, had a Shrove Tuesday dinner where they serve the pancakes. Why do we serve pancakes the day before Lent? Okay, because in the Lenten fast, they used to not just be fasting from meat, but even meat byproducts like eggs, milk, and things like that. So they had pancakes on Fat Tuesday because people would be cleaning out their cupboards of meat byproducts, not just the meat, but the byproducts like milk and eggs and, and, and cheese and things like that. So what we had was a preparation. This season is preparation to join our Lord in the cross. This is what we have. Now, Ash Wednesday, as you know, is the first day of Lent, uh, a time of fasting and prayer, as we just said. Now, what's interesting is that the Lent is not 40 days. Lent is actually 46 days. The reason we say it's 40 days of Lent is because those are the fasting days. Yes, people used to fast all 40 days in that during the Lenten time. But the six Sundays that are in there are not days of fast. So we really have 46 days because we have the traditional 40 days where wherever we're giving up something, for instance, but yet the six Sundays are not days of fast. Those are even within Lent days that we don't fast. And so actually Lent, excuse me, Ash Wednesday occurs 46 days before Easter. So interesting, right? It can fall anywhere between February 4th and March 10th. And it's not though a holy day of obligation. Um, you know, this is great that everybody's here. We welcome everybody. Get to your parish tonight if you can. But don't put today's service ahead of Sunday Mass. Every Ash Wednesday is important. This kicks off Lent. We should come to church. We should prepare ourselves. 
But it's technically not a holy day of obligation, yet every Sunday is. Now, I know people who will drive 50 miles to come to an Ash Wednesday service, but they won't go two miles down the road to go to Sunday Mass. So we want to not miss that point there. All right, where does Ash Wednesday come from? It comes from the ancient Jewish tradition of penance and fasting, and even Jesus talks about it. He talks a lot about fasting, but he talks about ashes, remember? He said, if these mighty works had been done in you, had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. All right, the ashes, what? They symbolize the dust from which God make, made us. So the ashes are a sacramental, not a sacrament, okay? A sacrament has real actual grace like the Eucharist, but the ashes are sacramentals, which means they're symbols. Now, non-Catholics believe that the Eucharist is just a symbol. That would make it a sacramental. Uh -uh. The Eucharist is a sacrament. It actually has the real grace. The ash is a sacramental. It's a symbol. It's a symbol that we are from dust and to dust we will return. So our foreheads are marked with ashes to remind us that life passes away. And so this is what we say as we put the ashes on your forehead. Remember, you are dust and onto dust you shall return. All right, a little bit about this, it's interesting. Ash Wednesday goes all the way back. It was officially made by Pope Urban in 1091. So it's over a thousand, it's a thousand years old almost. But it goes before that. We have writings all the way to the second century that refer to wearing ashes as a sign of penance, and the Bible does too. So this really is a tradition. We know Christ, right, spent 40 days fasting in the desert. Moses did it to repent of the golden calf. And so it follows those examples plus the Ninevites. You remember Jonah? When Jonah went to the Ninevites, they did penance and sackcloth and ashes. All right, so later in Christianity, people who had committed grave sins had to do public penance. We have it really easy today. And people still don't go to confession. Listen to this. Now on Ash Wednesday, the bishop will sprinkle ashes made from the palms from the previous year. All right, so Palm Sunday palms were burned from last year. And here's how they used to do it. Think about how easy it is now. The penitents were removed from the church because of their sins. Why did they do that? Because it was like Adam and Eve being kicked out of the garden. So the penitents, because of their sin, were removed from the church. Nobody claimed you hurt my feelings Nobody started in that I'm offended. Nobody started in. This was, they looked at it as a sign of, this was an opportunity for me to repent and change. That's Jesus calling, saying, listen to this message. Because this was an opportunity for people to repent, to change. So like Adam and Eve thrown out of the garden, the grave sinners were removed from the church. All right, now, they did not enter the church again until after 40 days of penance and confession. Now, we would be mortified by that today. Well, let's at least get to confession. 
You won't be thrown out of church anymore, but you should be wanting to be thrown into confession. Let our Lord clean us up. Now, even non-Christians, surprisingly, and excommunicated people can receive these ashes, right? They can be traced on the forehead or even sprinkled, which is more traditional, sprinkled on the head. This is, uh, in some dioceses, they've mandated going back to the sprinkling of the head. I don't know if it's for COVID or what, but, but anyway, the Catholic Church does not limit this to inside churches. Some priests actually take the ashes out into the streets in New York City. I saw a priest at the bus stop doing this. And so, um, in fact, you don't even have to be a priest, according to the right, to distribute. Lay people can distribute these ashes. But be careful. You really don't want to make a bad witness to being a Catholic today, okay? Um, why we do keep our ashes on, this is traditional. I made the point the other day on my Saturday talk that if you are catching yourself tonight out at a bar and you're watching a ball game and you're up screaming at the TV and unfortunately something comes out of your mouth that shouldn't, you really shouldn't be keeping those ashes on your head. They really should be washed off. So think about that before dining out or getting worked up over a ball game or something like that. So anyway, it's not required that you keep them on all day. They may be, or they may be washed off. Um, this is, again, um, up to you. Now to finish, Ash Wednesday, as I said before, um, and, and Good Friday are days that we really need to do what we can. So what is a fast? What is a fast? According to the church, it's not that difficult. A fast is one sensible meal, now not splurging at the smorgasbord, but one sensible meal and two small meals or two snacks that together don't equal a meal. So it's not too difficult. Now on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, as we mentioned before, these are days that we really have to follow this. Um, you know, fasting is a way, uh, as we mentioned before, that usually along with prayer and almsgiving is what we do in Lent. By fasting, why do we fast? Because in fasting, we control the passions of the body. The Bible tells us that if your flesh controls your spirit, you're not making it to heaven. You got to be cleaned up. Thank God for purgatory. The spirit has to control the flesh. And fasting is a way for the spirit, the will, to overcome the desires of the flesh of the body. So when we refrain from eating, it's a good way to do almsgiving because we free up money that we would have spent on food to give back to the poor. That's true almsgiving. And so the practice in, in our Catholic faith is prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And remember, you can fast. It doesn't just have to be from food. You can fast from your TV program that you normally watch. You can fast from desserts, or you can fast from maybe a particular activity or your cell phone. There's a novel idea, right? All right, so anyway, refraining from food isn't a bad thing. Food is not sinful. But when we give up the lesser things, it helps us focus 
on things that are greater, such as God. And that doesn't mean that your cell phone is sinful, but next to God, it's much lesser. So give up those thoughts on the lesser things, the focus on the lesser things, and focus what means more, which is God. Um, and so this is a beautiful gift that we have. And by the way, you know, Lent ends up being 10% of the calendar year. People always ask us, Father, as Catholics, do we have to tithe? Do we have to tithe 10%? Church teaching is, yes, you have to give what you can, but the church doesn't prescribe under penalty of sin, mortal sin, that you have to tithe 10% of your gross income. What the Catholic Church says is you tithe what you can, when you can, in time, treasure, and talent. What a beautiful way to tithe 10% of your time. Give this Lent to God. Let him be number one. Put him as the priority. Food, as I said, is, is, is needed to live. But if we let the spirit be controlled by the flesh, we're not doing justice. And so anyway, have a great Lent, everybody. You know, Pope Francis uh, asked us today to offer up our fasting for peace. He asked us on this Ash Wednesday that, which is a day that we needed to be fasting anyway, that we offer up our fast for the situation in the Ukraine. And we fast and offer it up for peace in the world. Um, I mentioned that we have 21 Marians in the Ukraine. We have 17 priests and brothers. We have four men in formation. And um, I've been trying to find out if we've reached them. We're gonna be, Brother Mark and I will be talking to Rome later today. I'll give you an update. Um, we pray they're okay. As of the last couple of days, we weren't able to reach them, but I heard one of our priests in Washington, Father Gabe was able to reach one of them. I, I haven't reached out to him yet. So I don't know the status, but we do know whatever their status is, the situation needs prayer. So please join us in prayer as we follow the recommendation of our Holy Father to pray on this Ash Wednesday, to fast on this Ash Wednesday for peace in the world. Then we can mortify ourselves through fasting and prayer to be prepared to join Christ in his passion, but then the glory of the resurrection. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content 
which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.